Welcome to Senpai's Playlist. We are so sorry that... Alright, this episode is coming out so, so late. We were going... First, we were going to try to do it before MAG. Then we decided we were going to do it at MAG. And let me explain something for any of you who have never been to MAGFest. Trying to do any... Trying to plan anything at MAGFest is tantamount to, I don't know... Uh, trying to not touch your partner if they're walking around in lingerie and just teasing you. Claire, how was your MAGFest with me? It was really good. We had a lot of fun. And yeah, we actually did not spend a lot of time in our room, so that did not give us a lot of time or chances to record. There's so much stuff going on, even with like the first, for the first time, MAGFest was not, every room was not open for 24-7, or 24-4, I should say. They had that cleaning period between 4 and 8, but we used that to sleep. Speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to your Mad Pokemon League 2022 champion. Miss Bullock went in. Originally, Claire was not going to enter the tournament. And she went in with a team she kind of like just slapped together at the last minute. Literally, we slapped these teams together Friday morning. And she won the whole damn thing. And what made it better was uh, on the last day of MAG, we were walking around. And one of Claire's main Pokemon that helped her win the tournament was G-Max Lapras. So as we're walking around the last day of MAG, going around the showroom, well, the um, merchant room, fucking, there's a mat, a Lapras play mat that said, a G-Max Lapras play mat that said champion on it. I'm like, no, no, you, you have to get this. This, this. this is, this is you right here. So, you know. Champ, any words you have to say to the people? It feels pretty good to have one. I actually owe it to you for entering me because... So basically, I wasn't going to make registration. And so Julie and I went to a dinner reservation we had made. And Daryl kindly signed me up so I could participate. Because the competition wasn't actually happening until later. I mean, there wasn't that many people entering, but still, it was a pretty stacked field of eight people. So, I guess you could say I made top eight, even though it was by default. But regardless, it was a great time. I honestly enjoyed this mag greatly for the simple fact of there was not that many people there. It wasn't that crowded. I even got to meet two people who I follow on Twitter, um, Sinvon Quinzel, whom is a, you know, she does a lot of, she's, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we keep cutting up. Uh... Yeah, we, oh god, this is, so we're trying something different here, where we're going to, like, just, we'll, we'll discuss it. Um, god, this is, always oh, so frustrated with Skype. Alright, people, sorry about that. We experienced a slight technical difficulty, we have to switch to a different means of recording the episode. But, as me and Claire were saying, um, wasn't that crowded at MAGFest? I got to be two people whom I follow on Twitter. Um, Sinvon Quinzel, who is a plus-size cosplayer, whom I adore and love. I got to meet her at the, um, what was that? The little concert, the little, um, concert they had at the end of the hall by where the, um... Yeah. Just, um, I think it was hosted by, Blur hosted by BlurredCon. Um, fucking DJ Senpai. Like, I don't normally go out to parties and stuff, but if you tell me DJ Senpai is DJing, I will be there. Um, I got to meet her there. She was real cool and chill. Got a hug and all that stuff. And then, um, oddly enough, I had posted a tweet on Twitter about Nick Selinka, whom, um, she's a 
another person I follow on Twitter who's more who um she works in the adult industry. Uh, cause I saw she was at MAGFest. I was like, you know, I met Sid Quinzel. If I could just meet Mixed Linka while I'm here, I would be the happiest man. Lo and behold, I wake up Saturday morning. Here she responds to my tweet talking about, yo, let's meet up. And like, I was so hyped. And just so you know, Claire, I did shoot my shot. Proud of you. She turned me down for a date. She turned me down for a date. Um, but she was real nice about it, you know. Because I was real respectful. I didn't come on as a creep. We played DDR even though I suck at DDR. But, you know, hey, I, I shot my shot. You know, worst thing a woman can say is no. At least that's what my dad Technically, they can say oh, worse than that. It's, but it's only words. The worst they can do is hurt your feelings. Yeah. Uh, but I'm already dead inside. So. <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, overall, it was a... I honestly enjoyed Mag... I think this was one of the best Mag Fests. I mean... I still didn't get to play Initial D. But, you know. But regardless, it was a great madness. Like, I, I enjoyed the whole thing overall. Like, um, it's just great. Claire and Jules got so many Pokemon plushies. Oh, yeah. Well, not that. We only got, like, four, I think. That's still a lot. <laughs> overall, it was a great time. Uh, I can't wait to next year. Me and Claire are actually thinking about getting um, maybe a suite next year. We'll see. This room was pretty, uh, like... It was pretty oh, decent. It, pretty nice. it had a, it yeah. had the two beds we needed. There was only three of us. Um, yeah. There was like a nice little just, table I, for the microwave to set up. Yeah, I just I think like I really next year I just really want to I want us to have a balcony room that faces the atrium, like just just sit out there and like you know even though I didn't drink coffee mm -hmm. I was there just by the god God I went by the way God I went so many days without cold red till like Saturday. Oh, Jesus. It was horrible. It was so horrible. But anyway, uh, that being said, you know, leading into MAGFest, you know, we left 2021, which... Thank God for that. I mean, I don't, 2021 wasn't bad. It wasn't I mean, it wasn't great. as bad as 2020, but it wasn't great. To be fair, so, like, if, if you put it in perspective, they both sucked overall this is true i just uh like it, you know it was 2021 i mean like just at least the ending for 2021 should have been like horrible for me i mean let's see uh i got fired um but i found a new job and a better job uh what i mean it just overall 2021 was just 2021 but we are now in 2022, and as you all know, this is our season finale. Next season, we'll go back to our 10-episode format, because we're both working normal jobs now. Dear God, thank you. Um, but we decided that just to, you know, because we, we just need to be done with this season. Like, we, we've been like, oh God, this season, it's not even because we've been procrastinating. It's just so much stuff has happened. Like Mostly um, work. Previous episode, yeah, that too, like. Speaking of which, we are going to discuss... Claire is going to help, you know, decipher the whole brawl cup size things to me this episode. Thank God, because I did the research. And I need a female's point of view. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so this is our year in 20, uh, 2021 year in review. Now, these are like, we feel like the best... This is our each of our top five anime songs for the year. 
does not necessarily mean it's our top five anime for the year. Just the openings or endings. Because, I'll be honest, like, uh... I was just telling you, I did just... like the music more than I liked the anime. And I told Claire I was the opposite, where I felt like the music was lackluster in compared to the anime. Like, I'll be honest, like, I'm just like... I don't know, like, I feel like 2020, there were some bangers for anime openings, and there were some dope anime. 2020 was a good year. 2021, though, I feel like, damn, like, did y'all just, like, did, did, did y'all just phone it in? Did they just, like, they, they half-assed it? Like, no. But regardless, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the first track, so, um, well, since you're the champ, Claire, da -da -da -da, what would you like the first track to be played, or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. For the first pick, I will go with the one from Remake Our Life. And that is the, well, the only opening by Poppin' Party. Uh, okay, and this is the opening to Remake Our Life, and when we get back, Claire can tell us what this anime is, because I'm pretty sure there's some sort of tragedy. Not all anime I watch has tragedy. Not all anime she watch has tragedy.
that was Coco, Kara, Saki, Wa, Yuta, Ni, Narani. Is it Naranai? Naranai. Naranai. From the opening to Remake Our Life. And that is Claire's fifth pick of anime opening for 2021. Claire, what the hell is this anime? <laughs> so it's basically, it's not sad, but first I want to start with it's not sad. It is about a guy who kind of chooses to switch up his life and instead of, you know, going with a normal career like he had an office job, he leaves his office job to join the video game industry. Huh. Okay. Except he uh, joins a not a once popular but now not doing so well like company. So it's kind of like his it's slice of life and it's like his journey, you know, working at a, a not so Hot regular movie. job, I guess. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I guess I could feel that. I mean, I feel uh, like you might enjoy it. Maybe I'll give it a look. See, like uh, you know, that, that's an interesting question. So, if we could quit our jobs and go work at the job that we want, Claire, what would that job be for you? Personally, I would like just to have money and not have to worry about a job and get to work at different jobs. Because, like, that's the thing is, like, I feel like I still haven't found that one thing I really want to do, like, for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. I have things, ideas of what I think I might want to do for the rest of my life, but who knows, when I get there, I might think this is not actually for me. And so I want to, like, I want to sample a ton of different things and try and find that thing that, you know... It's like the thing that you can be passionate about. Like, I feel like my my family, at least my father, he's a very successful person, but he never truly, I think, loved what he did. And he just did it because he did it to support his family. He did it for, because it's what he knew. Uh, I don't think it, he, it's necessarily what he loves to do. And so he has like a ton of fun side hobbies that he does. But I feel like I'd rather find, I need, I need to, in order to survive, find something that I love doing because I'm going to be doing it for a long time. I mean, in that aspect, I can feel that. But, like, I get, like, I can understand your, I, I get what you're saying. I also understand, like, your thing with your father. But like, all right, like, as a father myself, like, you know, there's jobs that, like, I used to, I love cooking. But I had to leave the food industry to be able to provide for my sons. Um, and the past couple of jobs I've worked over the years, I mean, they haven't exactly been jobs that I'm like, oh, I can see me doing this for the rest of my life. Because Not because, oh, I want to do this, I enjoy it, but because it pays well enough for the work that I'm doing. Like, albeit, I can't stand fucking Crestline, I can't wait for the day that, you know, that shit gets wiped off the face of Earth by a meteorite or some shit for the shit stain that it is. But... Crestline did allow me to sustain a healthy lifestyle for my kids. I was able to provide my sons a life that I didn't get to have. You know, where we weren't living paycheck to paycheck. All the bills were paid. I could take them to amusement parks and do various things with them and all that. Granted, I was slowly but surely burning myself into the ground. Still, to me, it was worth the sacrifice. I did not like the job because I did not like the people I worked with because management handled the whole place as poor. Um, same thing with True Green. You know, I enjoyed True Green because I had peace of mind. It was mentally healthy. I didn't have to put up with people. I got to be left the fuck alone. I got to listen to music all day. 
As long as I did my job, everyone left me the fuck be. You know, but even in the end, Trooping turned around and, you know, threw me under the bus. So now I'll be working at this job FedEx. So I know for me, if I could work a job that I wanted, truly loved and enjoyed, it'd be one of two things. It'd be A, professional wrestling. And I don't even have to actually wrestle, just I could be like a gimmick, like, you know, like, get on the mic or be like a manager, you know, shit like that, stupid shit, just something involving professional wrestling, but for AEW, fuck WWE. Um, second would be, um, I would like to write video game. I would like to write reviews for video games, for like, maybe a magazine. Problem with that is that mo the only actual video game magazine out here nowadays is Game Informer, if you could call it that. Like, We're partners with Game Informer. Exactly. Claire, when's the last time you picked up a Game Informer and actually read it? Uh, I get it sent to my email. I've got it sent to my email every month for the last... Again, let me ask 10 you. 10 or so time, years. When's the last time you've actually read a Game Informer from front to back? Probably like 10 years ago. Okay, like, look, <laughs> Game Informer used to be the shit. I used to look, look, I used to get so mad when I would get home, get the new Game Informer, and one of my brothers read it before me. Like, it used to just grind my gear. Like, oh, what the fuck? No, this is mine. I'm supposed to read it first. The fuck? Now it's like, oh, Game like, I still get Game Informer, but I guess I get it digitally. Like, I didn't even care that they switched over to it. I'm like, oh, this less crap to have in my house. Because honestly, at this point, I was using it as like, you know, just, oh, God. No, no, no game informer. But I, I get what you're saying. Like that—that that is an interesting concept. Like if you could quit your job and go work your dream job. Like that's the whole concept of this anime. So I dig it. I dig it. Um, there's actually two of those in my picks. Oh wow. Well, not really. Well, not really. Like she. You'll. I'll. I'll explain it when it comes up. She didn't really choose to quit necessarily, but seeking a different lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, either way, it's just like, I mean, it's still good. Uh, let's see, because uh, I have to check. Here's the thing, I am confused because I know one of these I don't want to play to like. See, my list is going to be pretty hard because I had to really think long and hard on this list. And one, one anime in particular, I almost used both openings. So, I have to look real quick. Alright, so... Huh. Alright, you know what? I'm gonna play. Alright, so. My first track of the night comes from. If I can flip and find it, where is it at? Ah, here it goes. Uh, this is an anime that honestly, when it first got announced. Uh, when was this announced? I would like to think. If I'm just thinking about this. I believe a lot of the animes on my list, I think, other than two, maybe two or three of them. Uh, if I'm correct, actually, no, um, one of them's from more recent, like, within the past couple of months before the year flipped over. The other ones are from, like, beginning, it, it, it's scattered. It's beginning of the year, uh, middle of the year, and so on and so forth. Uh, but the first track is from an anime that came out, I want to say September or October, October, actually, yeah, October. Because uh, I remember the first episode I watched was when I was up in Scranton for work. Um, this is since... The opening for the anime Platinum End. So, here's the track.
All right, that was Sense, the opening for Platinum End. Uh, now, for those of you who... All right, so the concept of Platinum End is it's a... The anime starts out with, um... It starts out with this guy, you know, he... He's, he's, he's an average teenager, he's in high school, he's nobody, you know... He, he's just nothing special. So he decides, all right, you know, I'm gonna commit suicide. So he gets to the top of a building and he jumps off and an angel saves him. Here to come to find out that uh, he is what considered for what's called a God's candidate. And there are several others like him and they're all supposed to battle it out and kill each other till there's only one left to become the next God. And, you know, at first the whole concept of the anime seemed really hokey, but as time went on, it got really, really awesome. And, you know, when I first heard the opening, I was just like, eh, I don't know. But as time went on, it really grew on me. So that's why it sits at number five. Um, the ending is also pretty good. But, you know, I feel like the ending's more something up Claire's Alley where it's like all like very soft and sensual and sad. And whereas I'm like, look, I, 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 need, I need a guitar riff. You know, I need rocking, I need drums to do. Which, by the way, so when we're at Mad, Claire said I give off vibes of, like, we were talking about, like, forming a band. Uh, where Kevin would be the lead singer, her and Jules would be um, bass and guitar. I mean, lead guitar and bass, and apparently, I give off the vibes of a drummer. Mainly because you like to hit things. I can't tell if that's a sexual innuendo or in general. <laughs> it could be both. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, look, look. I, I'm not going to lie. I've used some ass cheeks in my day and some bongo drums. But, like, you know, just, just... I have no rhythm. I have no rhythm. That's like when I was um, doing DDR with Nick Slinka. Like, I'm glad she didn't plow my ass because, yo, I told her, I was like, all right, I'll try. But, like, God, I suck. Like, I think me and Jules, we were playing one of those games, um... Uh, what was it? Pump it up? Maybe? It? I think it was one of those... I don't remember It was exactly. one of the rhythm games me and Jules was playing, but, like, we played that, and, like, you know, I did okay on that, but, again, that was slow. Like, I don't understand how these people do this with the... Like, they... Like, when they go to a certain speed, I'm pretty sure it comes with muscle memory, and, like, they've played it before. So, kind of like me playing Guitar Hero on the controller. It just... Yeah. All right. It's not that, like, they kind of know what's coming next. You, there's always, like, a pattern. True. That's like, all right, so, uh, in the current Pokemon, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, uh, I actually am enjoying the contest because it's a rhythm game. It's not like, it's a rhythm game, honestly. The contest shows are now rhythm games. I'm like, all right, yo, this is, it's a rhythm mini game. I was like, yo, this is dope. This makes me actually want to do contests. I mean, I'll do a post game, but still, it's pretty dope. Uh, but speaking of Pokemon, so I was talking to Claire off camera about Pokemon Arceus. And it's like this game is doing everything it can to draw me in. And Claire, I'll be honest, I don't know. I don't. Like, you saw the gameplay trailer that just came out? Yeah, like, I don't know. Because here, here's one of my big problems. So, even if I play this game, okay, are when are we going to be able to transport certain Pokemon from Arceus to, like, Sword and Shield. So I don't even know if, are the, if it, has it been like brought up that's going to be compatible. I mean, I would like to think so. Like I, I'm at this point now where like okay, um, 
And we were also talking about this at Mad. When do we think we will get the next Pokemon game? Like in the mainline series. And our theory is um, 2023. Isn't it holidays 2023? Yeah. Yeah, usually probably around my birthday as usual. Now, Pokemon Arceus. Um, it looks great. Like Claire said, it gives Breath of the Wild vibes with Pokemon. My thing is, like, all right, how's battle, like, how's battling against friends going to work? How's catching going to work? Things like well, that. Well, see, I don't... I, is this going to be a multiplayer game? Because they really haven't shown a lot of, like, multiplayer stuff going on. I think it might be, like, a standalone, like, spinoff that is a one-player, possibly. And which, my question is, because you have different versions of Pokemon in this game. So, I'm like, okay, are we going to include these into Sword and Shield eventually? Like... I, I don't know. Like, I, I would, like, because, I don't know, that Scyther they have looks okay, but it's, I think it's like, what, oh, Rock Bug? You mean, that's, um, Scyther's evolved form for this. Hold on, I gotta look this up. Hold up. It's called Cleavor. Oh, yeah, it's Cleavor instead of Caesar. Which, oh, God, yeah. that's another thing. So, when me and Claire were at MAG, there was a merchant stand that was selling all of these really awesome Pokemon-themed uh, Restaurant-themed shirts, but with Pokemon. So you had Weeping Bell in the shape of Taco Bell. You had, um, was it, like, Charmander's, like, it's for Chipotle or something? Oh, uh, Charpotle, Charpotle. Yeah. Uh, Claire got, um, Little Caesars. <laughs> and because I still haven't commissioned someone to make this shirt for me, I got Baja Blastoise. Because I still haven't made my, you know, Blastoise versus the World shirt. Where it's just a picture of me... And then you have Mega Blastoise, Regular Blastoise, and then G-Max Blastoise. So, um, but my other problem with this game is that, alright, so, my choices for starters are Rowlet, um, Cyndaquil, she said Oshawa, fucking Oshawa, Oshawa, of all the water starters, Oshawa. There apparently is a reason behind that, it has to do with um, ancient Japanese lore. And I get that. You know, Oshawa's a samurai. Okay, cool. Fuck that. Worst water starter ever. I mean, but again, like I said, I'm on the fence about the game. Because here's the thing. like, If I buy it, it's just going to suddenly collect dust. Like, I just started playing Brilliant Diamond since I got back from MAG. Um, and I just, I think it just got to the fourth or fifth gym. I got to Crash Your Wake. I'm at Crash Your Wake right now. Um, but outside of that, like, it just, like, there's so, oh, God, just, I'm hoping to get on a regular gaming schedule once I start working, you know? Like, I really don't want to keep doing deliveries. I want to stop doing deliveries altogether. But I got to do them for a little bit longer till cash flow starts coming in regularly with the new job, so. I mean, it's something nice to do, like, in between, but still, regardless, like, it just, I don't know about Arceus. I don't, like, I, I, I want to give it a chance. But I guess for me, it's like it's not a mainline Pokemon game. Like, and I don't like, I, I'm not really a big fan of the Pokemon games that aren't mainline. Like, case in point, when Let's Go came out, like, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, I didn't get it. I got it for my sons, so they have their first Pokemon game, but that's it. Um, I got Brilliant Diamond because I love Gen 4. It was what got me back into Pokemon. Uh,. I did not get, uh, what, what else came up? I, I got Pokemon Snap, which Claire is going to kick my ass because I got to actually play it. And I've had it for close to a year now. Hey, that's on you. But, uh, 
just, it's, I don't know, like, I just, <sighs> like, I don't know, it's just, it looks, I don't know, it's not a mainline Pokemon game, and I think that's what, I think that's what really is something, is what I can't get behind for the simple fact of, like, yo, like, I can catch Pokemon, I can battle with them, I can train them, but it's not an actual Pokemon, like, it's a Pokemon game, but it's not a mainline Pokemon game. It's, like, I feel like any chances I gave for, like, different types of Pokemon game, ran, like, got dried up with Sun and Moon when they got rid of the gyms. It was like... Eh. Sun and Moon was a mainline game. Yeah, but, like, I'm talking about, like, them trying something different. Because with Sun and Moon, they were like, oh, we're gonna get rid of gyms. You just gotta go to different items. What? I didn't love the gym challenges for those, but it was, like... Honestly, like, if they didn't have gyms, but they still had, like, battles. Like, they had the Kahuna battles, but, like, all the other trials I didn't love as much as gyms. Yeah. At the same time, starting something new after you've been going on for so long, it is probably, like, we like it is as it is, but I'm sure there's, that was a bit of fan service there. I'm sure there are still tons of fans that are like, this is getting boring. This is getting old. We need something new. And you can't please everybody. I mean, that I get. I do understand that. That That is a very good... That's a very good um, observation on that. You know, you're right. You can't please everyone. Something different, something new. But then you see they went right back to the same gym formula come Sunday. Come probably on because they got so many negative reviews. Like, people would probably... I What, what happened was people were like, we are getting tired of this. Do something different. They did something different. Everyone's like, you suck. This sucks. Go back to the way it was. And so they did. I mean, I'm of the eighth... I'm, you know, I'm going to say this, and then we're going to go ahead and play your next track. I'm of the belief of the age-old adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Case in point, Streets of Rage 4 came out years after the last Streets of Rage. And they really didn't change anything. They added, like, one or two new mechanics. Like, um, one of the super... They made, like, certain super moves more of, like, a defensive move. Or something like that. But outside of that, like, it's the same try and true formula. You know, uh... But see, that's so much easier than, like... So if you only come out with a certain amount of games every few years, you can get away with only slightly true. upgrading mechanics and graphics. When you are expected to come out with a new game every three to four years, a big title, for after 25 years now... It's hard, I'm sure, for the developers to come up with new ideas for... Ever, to, try and please everybody as best they can. I mean, I get that. That I do understand. Like like I said, I just... At the end of the day, the way I feel about it when it comes to Pokemon is... One thing I know for sure. If it's a Pokemon game that's in the main series, I will most likely buy it. That being said, like, I'm on the fence about Arceus just for the simple fact of one, I know I ain't got the time, and two, part of me feels like I'm not really gonna enjoy it. But then again, there's... You are, as I said, you are a four-year-old Claire, oh okay? Like, you are me when I was a child, and my parents were like, do you want to go to the zoo? It'll be fun. And I, as a child, did not want to do anything I didn't really know or anything different or anything that was different from what I was doing, and I would say no and bitch about it until we got there, and then I had a lot of fun, and then we got home, and my parents would be like, see, didn't you have so much fun? <laughs> you are me when I was like five, four or five. I don't know. But anyway, alright, so Claire, what is your next track? My next track is... Wait, 
one sec. I was like, which one did I choose? It's going to be the one from Aquatope. Okay, and I believe um, that's... On the White Sand. That believe... is opening two. Ar and that is Arcana Project, right? Yes. All right, and you're going to have to explain. I remember you told me about this when you first started yeah. watching it. Yeah. So you're going to have to explain this when we get back. But this is um, Arcana Project from Aquatope on the White Sand, the second opening of this anime.
Yeah, that is like, look. Sakurai, look, I, I will say this. Kudos to, to, kudos to Sakurai. Like, come on, like, no one else could have crafted, to put together that. Look, all the shit I give people about Steve being in fucking Minecraft Steve being in Smash Brothers. As much crap as I give people about that. Sakurai crafted together a beautiful yet chaotic roster of characters from all stretches of video game do. Okay? And he also trolled people a little. That being said, like, come on now, like, we got... Alright, y'all got... First off, people start off with Joker from Persona. who was fucking broken, just like Bayonetta was broken in Super Smash Bros. 4. Then we got, um, Banjo-Kazooie. Then Terry. Um, damn it, who the fuck was after Terry? Um, I know we have Byleth, but there was someone else. Uh, bear with me one moment. Uh, yeah, there we go. DLC. Alright, so... Oh, God. Just... Sorry, I'm trying to look for... Oh, Hero! From, um... What the hell is that thing called? Dragon uh, Quest. Dragon Quest, okay. So, like, yeah, we had Joker, Hero, Banjo-Kazooie, Terry Bogart, Violet. Okay, cool. Fire Pass 2, I'm not gonna lie. The first two characters, Min Min from ARMS. I forgot ARMS even fucking existed. Uh, ARMS had a pretty poor launch, sadly. I honestly haven't played it, but I'd be willing to give it a try. Uh, then Steve from Minecraft, which... Look. Like... It was a 50-50 thing, and as I have stated before, I see the concept of Steve from Minecraft because you got a lot of kids nowadays that did not grow up on Smash Brothers like me and Claire did when we were kids. They grew up on Minecraft. So imagine you're sitting there, you're playing the game, your kid comes over, oh wait, I know him, that's Minecraft Steve. Okay, now your kid's interested in playing the game with you because they recognize the character. And through that, it bridges that gap and they might come to get to know more characters. Like, oh, this is Kirby. Oh, I like him. What game is he in? Alright, let's go get some Kirby games. Sephiroth! My god, look, you know Sakurai wants Sephiroth in this game. Because he fanboyed the shit out of Sephiroth, okay? Pyrrha and Mithra. You know, not even mad. I can't wait for the amiibo. Okay, because I'm going to get both of them. Alright. Kazuya from Tekken. Like, yo, that was completely out of left field. And I still was like, yo, it's dope. Because it was no one from Fortnite. And then last but not least, Sora. Like, look, I'm surprised that Twitter didn't crash again when Sora was announced for Smash Brothers. Like, dead ass. But I, that was also an amazing reveal trailer. Oh god, yes, like, it was. It was so the great. music. It was. It was, it was amazing. It, it was. Oh, it was perfect. Like, uh, Sakurai sent Smash Brothers Ultimate out on the highest of fucking notes with the most hype. Like, uh, but that being yeah, but you know, he got a lot of hate for it. Still, like, people <sighs> were just never satisfied and. This might be his last game. Like, he's talked about, you know, how not everything needs to go on forever. And I think a lot of it might come from, like, the worry of having to try to top the last... You know, you're exp everyone seems to think that you have to top the last thing you did, you know? Yeah. I mean, I understand that, because, like... But, like, how do you quantify... Like, if something is better than the last in that way, did you enjoy it? Do you have to enjoy... Like, if you enjoyed something, like, 100%, 
how do you truly top that? Because 100% is, like, an ultimate. Like, cannot, can't you just create something just as enjoyable, just as good, or enjoyable in different ways? Does it have to be, like, this, like, calculated, measured thing? This is true. When did video games become so, like, cut and dry, like, standards? And what we, I feel like we've kind of lost roots with, like, what video games are truly are meant to be, which is just fun and enjoyable things that we play to escape how horrible our true lives are. I mean, and I agree with Claire on that, because there is... I mean, uh, look at it this way. So, me and Claire were talking about the whole concept of, like, okay, as we were saying about the whole Pokemon thing, when is it going to... St at which point do we stop? Will Pokemon continue going, like, well, I mean, I already have a grandchild, but, like, will Pokemon continue growing when... Like, my granddaughter is the age that I was when it first came out. You know? Oh, uh, it's one of the things, like, you got to wonder, like Claire said. One, are you as good as your last project? Two, how do you top your last project? Three, even if you do it a certain way, people are still going to be mad. Case in point. All right, so everyone bitched and moaned and complained about um, Sword and Shield. Oh, they locked us out. There's no national decks, so on, so forth. You can't get everyone you want. My only complaint was the fact that Charizard got in the game before fucking Blastoise. Fucking fire starter biased ass motherfuckers. But that being said, I was like, I'm still gonna get this game. Like that was my only complaint. Like I, I don't, I'm not one of those people that like I get every Pokemon. I, I don't do that. I get the mods I like. I play with them. I play the game. Then after I get to the post game and do all that, then I start building a competitive team, go from there, all right? I wait, and, uh, you know, I was patient and I finally got Blastoise. He got a G-Max form. Cool. You know? Even if Blastoise hadn't made it a game, can I sit there and be like, oh, I didn't like this game. I don't like Italian's design, but it's still a dope fucking game. Like, I love the wild area. Uh, the DLC was pretty dope, too. Both of them. Um, what was it? Um... Uh, Ah, fuck. Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. Okay? You know, I, I get a lot of people bitched about that. Like, damn. Like, we already paid $60 for this. Now we're gonna pay an additional $30 just to play with more Pokemon. Now we're gonna pay an additional $15 I kind of agreed with just the, um, the cost, at least, for the DLC, because it was $15 each. So that was 30 extra dollars. Yeah. So that's... And game pricing, having already gone up, like, I do believe they should have at least made the game a little longer for a $60 value, but, you know, it was a good game overall. Yes. And I feel like maybe the DLC could have been a little cheaper, but, you know, marketing-wise, you do what you have to do, and either way, I paid for it, and I played it. Well, I look at it this way. So, this is how I see games on two different spec. I see games on several spectrums, but this is the one main structure I always put it on. Is it worth the cost? Case in point. So, yes, we all love Pokemon. Alright? So, hey, next Pokemon game is going to be 60 bucks. Well, damn, that's a little... Alright, but fine, whatever. DLC is going to be $30. Well, fuck. Alright, whatever. Oh, also, you're going to have to get Pokemon Home. That's going to be an additional $15 for a year. Well, fuck. Alright. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm like, alright, it's a Pokemon game. Is it going to be worth it? Yes, I got my money's worth. I'm still playing it. Like, fuck. Like, I enjoy the game. Um, but there's times where, like, you'll go, like, Cyberpunk, for instance. Ugh. I got that thing for five bucks. I, I bought it full price when it first came out. 
Oh, I did too, and I returned it the next day. I, I didn't do that. I just was like, yo, I'm going to hold on to it and wait for the patches. So I remember me and Claire talking about this. I was like, I'm going to wait to the patches, then I'll play it. I still haven't played it. I think some of the patches are have made it playable now. But regardless, okay, and Cyberpunk, it also falls, like, it looks like a game that's worth it 60 bucks if it's not broken. Same thing with, like, WWE 2K20. I get the two wrestling games every year. 2K20, I took back after three weeks. I have never taken back any of the wrestling games after three weeks. Like, I usually have them until the next one comes out. I took out 2K20 in three weeks' time because it is that broken of a game. Okay? Just, again, it comes down to the thing of, is it worth the price you're paying for? Like, all right, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game, I paid 60 bucks for it. I mean, it's a single-player game, but I am having fun. That's a dope soundtrack, too. Um... I feel like a lot of games are, I would consider, worth getting. and But the problem is also just, like, with inflation not matching the rise of, like, minimum wage, the problem is not, is it worth it anymore, or but is it sustainable even as, like, a whole? Because they have been talking about raising video game prices again, as you know, with, like, PS5 games are going up 10 bucks yeah. each. And that is, you know, I assume to do with development and how games cost more to make even these days but the problem is we are not making that much more money kids how i well kids make more money like i see kids coming to work and they have like a hundred bucks and i'm like well good for you you know saving up i don't know how you get so much money as a child maybe the allowances have gone up since i was a kid we used to like get two dollars a week you know five dollars a week for cleaning the house you got allowance it's like yeah, we had to work for <laughs> no, it. Saying, we had you, to clean the whole house. You, you got allowance. I just was told clean. Yeah, I'm not that stupid. I'm not doing work for nothing. Alright, we're going to continue this discussion after our next track, which is my pick. So this is my number four pick of the year. Hmm, this is this is actually pretty hard because my, my next four songs are all pretty decent songs. So, hmm... You know what? What is what is this from again? Oh, I gotta double check something real quick. One moment. Um, is this what I think it is? Oh yeah, it is. Okay. Um. Oh man, I don't know if I want to play this yet. You know. All right. Here's what I'm gonna do. All right. I'm going to play Identity, which is the opening for season two of The Promised Neverland. And I get. Whoa, whoa. Put down the pitchforks. And the torches, okay? Just, I'm playing, this. it was a dope song. This is about the music this time around, okay? The music. Everyone chill out. But this is Identity, the second open, the opening to season two of The Promised Neverland. Here's the track. Mega Sametemo, you 
to season two of The Promise Neverland. You know, Claire, I'm getting really tired of these season shits. Like, oh, opening one, season, <laughs> season two, opening one, season two, opening three. That's just, ah! Yep, that's just how they do it. That's like, what was it? We found out there's more endings to Naruto Shippuden than there are openings. Yes, I think so. Was that it? Yeah, that's what it was. Because I was like, how are there, like, because it's like double the amount of endings than there are openings for Naruto Shippuden. Because when we did the Naruto episode... We had discussed about that, but, um, oh, man, mm. just, so I, I forget what, who I was talking to, I think me and Claire were talking about this when we're at Matt, oh, but, yeah, so, just so you know, we're not really going to talk about Promise Neverland Season 2, okay, um, it is what it is, they hacked and slashed the whole fucking thing, crammed it together in however many episodes it is, and then kept it moving, so, yeah. Anyway, when we were at Mag, me and Claire were, um, I struck up, <laughs> which also, we played a very interesting game of, um, Cards Against Humanity, where, um, which is what led that me to That game was rigged. Which led me to be, alright, one, we had this thing where every time you won a hand, you had to take a shot, okay? Not a whole shot, you had like a swig. Like a slip, swig, whatever you want to call it. Like two, three second drink, okay? It matters because my friends and I play drinking games all the time. And if we took a shot every single time anything happened, we'd all be so dead. Regardless. Five hands. Actually, no, I want six hands. And it's like, yo, like what the fuck? Because for whatever reason, and we shuffled the deck multiple times, I kept getting all the sex cards. Claire was quite mad about that. I kept getting all the sex cards. Not my fault. I did nothing wrong. But anyway, we were talking about, like, all right, so if you had a hall pass for a celebrity to go do things with, who would it be? Claire, what was your answer again? Charlize Theron. Yeah, Charlize Theron. Like, just everything with Charlize Theron. Just everything. 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 I think I said, uh, oh, God. Though woman that plays um veronica on riverdale like she looks like a baby uh she's actually she she's she's of age i know she's technically her of age or, but i think she's younger than even me her or cheryl i mean at this point like they both look like babies age, age wise i'm just like look i i kind of give it up but anyway while we're like so while we have the time all right claire so again, I did the research on the, for like when we asked that question about the uh, 
who, what woman in anime has the biggest breasts? Mm-hmm. So, hold on a second. Pulling up right now. While also writing show notes. Alright, so. Alright, so here are the ten women I put down. So we'll start at the top. So, I put, and hopefully you can, alright, so. There's a reason why I want to clear on this, because I know nothing about bra measurements, breast measurements, over, under, around, whatever the hell you want to call it. Okay, so hopefully with Claire being here, we'll get more clarity. So that being said, all right, so first off, it's a tie between Masane Omaha from Witchblade and, hold that up real quick. Ah, I hate this. Oh, Sorry about that. Uh, you know how, like, I have the com the monitor set up on that power strip? Mm-hmm. Um, it went into sleep mode and the monitor cut off. Anyway. All right. So, Masane Omaha from Witchblade and Majo from Goblin Slayer. Now, for those who don't know, Majo is the sorceress woman that travels with the um, the spear adventure. The adventure that, you know, uses the spear. She talks really weird. Like, she's slow. Like, she kind of talks like William Shatner. But she's also very attractive and very busty. So, Maho measures out to a 42K cup in Japan, which translates to an I cup here in the U.S. Now, Claire, number-wise, how does this work? Is it, like, based on centimeters, inches, what? So, in the United States, it is based on inches, and so there's, like, you have a number in front of a letter, and the number is how many inches around for us, and then the letter is the, there's, like, a general cup size that the letter is. Yeah, so apparently in the U.S., like, so K-Cup is Japan, but in the U.S., a K-Cup translated to the U.S. standards is an I-Cup. Those, that's so, pretty large. I actually, so when I was a stripper, I danced with a girl who was a J-Cup. Not Jesus. real. Obviously. So, alright, so case in point, alright, so Masane Omaha, from what they I got, was she's a bust size of 98 centimeters. Now, what would that translate to, like, if you were to get measured and they said you're 98 centimeters? So, what cup size would that probably translate to? Because All right, so 98 play, centimeters is about 38 and a half inches. So, that'd be like, what, uh, um, close to a H cup? So, that has nothing Maybe? to do with the cup size. That is your under, under measurement around. Okay, so how do they? How do you measure cup size? That's my question. All right, so I assume we there the is a measurement questions. for that. <laughs> <laughs> we right, asked the real see. questions on this episode, on this show. <laughs> because all right, so to give some context, so in which played the anime, there's a there's an episode where her and the daughter they go to a convenience store. She gets measured for bra sizes and they told her like she's 98 centimeters and the um the worker at the retail worker at the store told her that they don't carry bras that big in which case my first question is all right seeing as in the show takes place in japan claire would you happen to know what is the the average biggest size bra they carry at retail stores um 
uh, in Japan, I assume it's less than here. I didn't really go bra shopping while I was there, since I packed bras already. So, <laughs> I cannot tell you that. Um, I do know that their clothing sizes tended to be a lot less than they are in the United States on average. So my guess is probably similar. My guess is they maybe would go up to like a D, a double D at most. Alright, so Masami Omaha is definitely also, all right, I found than a double D cut. I found the measurement. So actually, so the number is your rib cage. It, so you know, you ever see in the anime how they're like this, they say three numbers for girls' measurements yeah. to be perfect? So yeah, that is um, the top, bus, the hips, middle. Waist. Oh, yeah. Alright, so um, you have your rib cage measurement and then you have your bust measurement. And your bra size is your rib cage measurement plus. That doesn't look right. Okay, so, for example, if your ribcage is a 31 and your bust is a 37, your bra size will be a 34C because 31 plus 3 equals 34, so 34 for your band size, and 37 minus 34 equals 3, you've got a C cup. I don't know exactly okay. what that means. I just know what they tell me at Victoria's Secret. They will tell you what your measurement is. They'll go in there and they'll take a measuring tape and they'll do it for you. Right, so um, for those of you who are listening and can do math, y'all can figure out most of this yourself type thing. We, we, we just, just a basic thing. So anyway, I'm going to keep going down the list. All right, so number two on this list is Kazihana from Sekirei. Now, Kazihana is the wind user Sekirei. In Japan, she comes out to a 39J cup, which translates to an H cup here in the U.S. Next is Rangiku. Okay, so Rangiku. I'm surprised about that one. Rangiku measures to a 42K cup in Japan, which translates to an I cup here in the U.S. Uh, next is Shizuka from High School of the Dead, the nurse. She measures to a 42.5J cup in Japan, which translates to an H cup here in the U.S., meaning which Rangiku is a bigger cup size than Shizuka. Which is surprising so, because I think it's the way they're drawn. One does not look like... So, uh, that one anime character you gave me, Komoe Haru Harumachi. Uh, so, she comes out to an I cup in Japan, which translates to a G cup here in the U.S. Now, in One Piece, I had, like, I did my, you know, research, and, well, Shigeroshi aside, alright? I mean, Shiroshi aside. Boa Hancock has the biggest breast size of the normal size characters that aren't giants. She measures at a 43.7 J cup in Japan, which translates to a 44 H cup here in the U.S. Akano from High School DXD measures at a 40 J cup in Japan, which translates to an H cup here in the U.S. Now, the last three are tied. For biggest breast sizes that I could find. Uh, Tsunade, Centoria, and Catalea. So Tsunade measures at a 42K cup here in the, in Japan, which is an I cup here in the US. Centoria, uh, I could not find the exact measurements, but it was just put that she's an I cup. And Centoria is from uh, Monster Musume. She's the Centaur character. And Catalea from Witchblade Rebellion is just straight up an I cup. So those three, like, so on this list alone, we got one, two, three, one, two, three, four, 
five. Five women that measure out to an eye cup. And from what I can guess, it's a tie between biggest eye cup between Centauri and Catalea. Like, that is, uh, like, don't get, look, Rangiku kind of shocked me. I thought, um, Orihime's would be bigger. Really? Yeah, it's actually Rangiku. I really thought so. You really thought but that? Rang yeah, but it was Rangiku's. Orihime comes out to, I think, a, um, I think she comes out to a H or a, H or a J here in the U.S. One or the other. So. Actually, no, no, it's lower. Um, she comes out to like an H or either a G or an H. One I would other. give her G or H possibly even just like based on anime standards as well. But like, honestly, you see really big boobs in person, like in the United States, like in real life. Chances yeah, are they're I've... like, they're like a double D to an E. Like, you don't know big boobs till you've seen some really big ass fake boobs. Yeah, like, um, like, like I said to Claire, which I find hilarious. She's a breast woman, but she's with somebody that is more ample bottom side. I am the ass man, but everyone I've been with for the past year or so has been very um, well endowed in the upper area. And look, just um, I'm not really complaining. But being said, all right. Now that we've <laughs> now that we've gotten that out the way, <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, by the way, um, shout out to Measurements for the Win on Twitter or Measurements for the Win 2.0. Uh, he did a lot of this research and put it up on his website. Uh, well, on his Twitter page. So if you go look him up, uh, he does his research. I thank him so much because it saved me a ton of time having to look all this up. So, thank you. Alright, so, Claire, what is going to be your third pick of the night for 2021? My third pick... It's... gonna be the one from Blue Reflection Ray. Alright. Is the... the is the first ending. Alright. And the track is called... I think Saishin. Saishin. All right. All right. So, watashi wa watashi ga kirai. Kyokan wa shinjinai. Subete wa uso. Hibai no yoku kiku kusuri mo kokoro no.
何もかもがそう言って切り裂いた写真の中
the out, um, she meets the person who also has a blue ring, and so she finds out. Oh, uh, what is sorry? Ah, uh, trying to remember now. I think that's where she finds out about like these people, these special people, and mm-hmm. they're having conflicts with red reflectors. So it's like okay. blue versus red opposite. It's been oh sorry, it's been like a while. I might I might have to watch this. Like it, it sounds interesting, but you know, emotions take on flowers. Like, oh man. Does that mean like which huh. You know, this is something I've always wondered and honest opinion. Alright, so you have emotions like, you know, sadness, happiness. Uh depression is considered an emotion, right? Yes, I think so. Okay. I mean, it could you could offset it with sadness, but like when you're depressed about something, you're not really sad, you're just you're depressed. Um, excitement could be an offset of happiness, but um, so is arousal an emotion, or is it more of a state of mind? I Which don't think it's, it's like, okay, an emotion per se. Yeah, but here's the thing, like, alright, our emotion is nothing more than a state of mind. So, isn't our, is arousal more considered just a state of being in your body? We should Google this. Yeah, because th- th- like, that, that'd be my main question, like, alright, so what defines as an emotion? You know, because like, alright, so, before someone could sit there and be like, alright, well, arousal can be caused by drugs, so can happiness. An emotion is a natural, instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. Okay, so arousal can be considered an emotion. (laughs) I guess? Well, I mean, like, it is something that you can technically feel, but I... Uh... Maybe? I can Google this. I don't know if I really want to see this. Sorry, um, the new Scream movie. Um, which is sexy. The new Scream movie, um, I don't know if I really want to see that. I kind of do. Like, it looks like it's okay, but like... There's this thing called emotional arousal. I don't know, like, again, but, like, that that was my, the question, the reason why I asked that is because, like you said, apparently your emotions right. make flowers. So, here it so, is. Like, so, strong emotional responses are associated with strong physiological, so there are probably two different types, one is emotional and one is physical, and they're separate. Alright, so there's physical arousal and there's emotional arousal. Yes. But regardless... Or at least that's what the internet says. So, I, I mean, again, like I said, that was, like, my main question. Like, you know, if this is how you, um, 
if it's not flowers to make, like, you know, what emotions will make what flowers, so on and so forth. So I do find it interesting. You know, this is the second anime you've come to, like, that you brought tonight. Actually, all the animes you brought tonight have had very interesting concepts. My usual, uh, you know, response to most of your animes that you bring to the show is like, God, someone dies, doesn't they? <laughs> I feel like the, you also, well, it's not your kind of video game, but I feel like it also brings the video game kind of aspect to it that you, like, enjoy... Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, I might give this a look. So, like, I just started playing Blue Reflection Second Light. What is this, on Steam? Uh, Switch. Ah. Let me guess, visual novel? I, um, no, it's like, um, RPG. Okay. It's also oh on Steam, I, and I think it's also on PlayStation. I don't know if it's on Xbox or not. Oh, God, I really need to... I haven't started playing Shin Megami Tensei Five again. I gotta start that too. Honestly, like, I just like I, no. That's the thing. I got past the first boss. It's just I stopped playing. Like honestly, right now, like I went back to playing Brilliant Diamond because after the like I you know I got that itch again. Like you know, all right, all right, all right like because I, I love Gen Four. So. Yeah, I'm actually um, playing Breath of the Wild because I'm trying to get uh I'm trying to like perfect everything. Oh, you're trying one hundred percent. Yep. Speaking of 100%, alright, so my next track. Oh man, again, this is gonna be. Alright, so this is my. Was it? Oh, this will be my third pick for 2021. And man, I gotta tell you, these last three for me gonna be pretty hard. But you know what? I'm going to. Alright, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with that. Let me. Well, let me double check real quick. Hmm. Yeah, all right. So, the track I'm going to go with is Like Flames. And this is the second opening to season two of that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Which, honestly, might be tied for my anime pick of the year. And that is only because of, and I will tell you like. Like, as later in the show, what it's tied with. But it is definitely tied for my anime pick of the year. Because here's the thing. And when we get back, we'll mention, our, like, our honorable mentions. You know, like, our picks for the year, things like that. But uh, this is Like a Flame. Yeah. 
was Like a Flame from the time I got reincarnated as a slime. Season 2, the second opening. Um, just, man. Just, yeah, there gotta be, like... So, you got shows like Bo Fury, you know, uh, which, stand, which I don't know how the hell they came up with that, but um, I don't like getting hurt, so I, felt, so I made a defensive build. And... Just, oh my god. And while I have a moment to, um, to type up this, um, I want to give a shout out to our, uh, super fan Pie Maniac. Um, they offered to do audio editing on the show. I'm going to take my, I'm going to try my hand at doing this myself. Not because I don't trust in Pi Maniac's abilities. Um, Andrew, you are great and you've done some great work. Uh, just, I want to try doing it myself because having someone else do it just, it, it feels a little cheap sometimes, like, especially because it's someone that's a fan. Like, you guys are supposed to sit back and just enjoy the show, not have to put it work. You know? Anyway, uh, alright, so Claire, what would you say if you had to rank your anime for the year? What would they be? So, obviously, Demon Slayer Season 2, high up there. Um, as I mean, after we... Uh, Move Can Train, as much as I didn't enjoy the fact that they decided to make the movie part of Season 2 as well and did not change basically anything in it. The, I did like the first episode we did get, but the entertainment di arc, distri or district arc, is really good. So that's up there. Uh, there's a show I really like that's based on a, a manga that's already out called Horimiya. I really did enjoy Aquatope on the White Sand. That was actually really fun to watch. And it wasn't my favorite season, but uh, going into my actually my next song, one of my the finally I just I, it's one one of those ones that I've been following up from the beginning, and it was. I didn't really like it at first, I'm going to be honest, and then I gave it a second chance, and I had more than one season to watch at and at the time, and so I just kind of binged through the first three, and it, I really ended up liking it, and it was Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. Alright. Uh, I know, like, one thing that me and Claire can both definitely, um, that we both can uh, really relate to. Neon Genesis 3.0 plus 1.0 thrice upon a time. I really hate how they oh, didn't do 4.44 cuz it's like it just it's going to drive me nuts forever. It's 1.11 like What kind of fucking math is that? Wait, say that last part. What kind of, what kind of fucking math is that? It's supposed to be 4.44. No. That, that, that might be the episode title. What kind of fucking math is that? <laughs> oh, God. Alright, but regardless, we still got to see it. Oh, God. It ended Evangelion Creek. Oh, uh, let's see. And these are movies that I'm looking at, so, uh, let's see. I haven't seen My Hero Academia World Hero. I heard it was, heard I heard movies. it was, like, good, but not as good as the last one. Oh, you mean, um, Heroes yeah. Rising? 
Hero Rising was the shit. Like, I definitely, regardless, I gotta watch it. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which I've heard has been breaking yeah, records it's... since its release. Which, I can't wait for season two of Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm about to start reading the manga. Alright, so, for me, in terms of releases, um, Ray Zero, alright, yeah, Ray Zero starting life in another world, season two, part two, dope. Uh, didn't make the list because uh, I don't like its opening song or ending song. B-Star season two is definitely up there. Again, don't like the opening. The ending song's okay, but it's not like, I don't think it's better than the five songs I have on this list. So if we do a 2021 revisited, uh, next season, maybe. Did you cool. like um, Mushoku Tensei? Go. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it, but I did not like the opening <laughs> or ending. It's not it's just... It's, again, these are like anime that make my list like an, good anime that I enjoyed yeah. for the year. But uh, I just didn't agree with their openings. Now, Hortensia Saga, the only reason why it, the opening didn't make this list is because I've already played it in our anime wildcard episode. But... Uh, Hortensia Saga in general in terms of an anime it was good but uh, it's not like high on the list like maybe 9th 10th place uh, I'd put Ray Zero somewhere it'd probably be in 5th place uh, let's see we don't talk about Promise Neverland season 2 we just don't did you ever watch Log Horizon? Uh, yes I did and I wanted to put um the song on here, but again, it wasn't as good as the songs that I feel it wasn't as good as the songs I picked for tonight. That's my thing with that. Uh, but Long Horizon was definitely season three was definitely good. Uh, well, I think it was called Long Horizon Destruction of the yeah. Round Table. So, uh, the Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter that's definitely in my top ten. It was, it wasn't like again, it was okay, but it's like kind of your basic harem ish anime. But it was okay. My take is they need to make uh, more see. harem anime, but with better twists. Um, and I wanted to put this opening on here, but again, I it just to me was not better than the openings I picked. Komono Jihen is definitely in my top five. Okay, um, the opening is good, but it's not as bad, like I said. But Komono Jihen is definitely in my top five anime of the year, and I really hope I get a second season of that. Uh, Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnation is definitely in between 10 and 6. Uh, I'm reading the manga currently. Just, uh, again, I just don't like the opening or ending. Uh, like I said, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, it's tied for first place, season 2. Um, there's Log Horizon. <laughs> I cannot justify putting Redo of Hiller on this oh, I list. I, cells at work. <laughs> cells at work is so cute. I cannot justify putting Redo of Hiller on this list. I can't. Uh, I don't want that kind of. I, I don't want that kind of. Uh, you want that bad juju? I don't want that kind of heat on me. I don't want that. Get heat that on bad me. karma okay. going. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Stone, Stone Wars. I love Doctor Stone. Don't get me wrong, but I. Stone uh, Wars actually, wasn't the same ending, as like. The the ending to me the ending Stone Wars ending song is good. Uh, I think it's called um, Voice. But again, I believe... When did I play that? I played that on um, 
forget which episode I played at all, but I played it earlier this season, or like last season, and just, again, the songs that I, even though I'm mentioning them, the songs just aren't as good as the songs I have on tonight's list. Uh, My Hero Academia Season 5. I liked my, look, I love My Hero Academia. I don't think they can do anything wrong. I especially love this season, especially with fucking Twice doing the Sad Man Parade. You know, getting to see that, like, animated. And Tomorrow getting his shit off, and that's fine about Tomorrow's background, which, again, My Hero Academia is one of those few shows where I actually relate to the villains other than Demon Slayer. Like, I can, like, I feel bad for them, like, when you find out their backstories and shit. It's like, they're not necessarily villains. They're just, society just, just shunned them. There was no one there to help them type thing. But fuck Merry-Go-Round. I love Man on a Mission, but fuck Merry-Go-Round. Merry-Go-Round will never be played on this show. Ever. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay. What the fuck is this? I'm sorry, yeah. Claire. Um, I just... I, I think we might have to research this. I'm literally going down this list, and I just saw an anime title here that, um... Alright, it's literally called, I Became Okuro Gayuru, so I fucked my best friend. I don't think I know that one. Um... This isn't... This isn't anime. I gathered that. Uh, and there are sex scenes. Like hentai sex scenes? Um, look, this is what it says. The animation studio is adapting manga to eight episode series of anime shorts under the title. Da, 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 da. It's directed by the, the MCQ and designed characters. Right. The series aired from April 5th to May 24th and released in two versions one premium edition featuring the sex scenes. Available through Comic Festa anime streaming service, and one on-air edition without the sex scenes airing on Japanese. Okay. Um. Hold up. Hold up. What? Hold on. <laughs> and uh, oh wow. Um. Huh. Just. Just. Huh. Um, alright. You know, I thought it was really great that we got, um, uh, World Ends Harem as an anime, and there's uncensored versions of it. But, uh, wow! Uh, that might be an episode time. This requires research. Okay. Uh, well, um, I don't know what to say. Moving forward, uh, we're just gonna, we'll come back to that maybe. Alright, uh, let's see. Claire, this is probably, like, you didn't put, so Fruits Basket, where did that fall? Oh yeah, Fruits Basket, that was this year, wasn't it? Yep, fine. This year has really gotten away from me. Uh, I really liked the finale. Not as much as I liked season two, I think, but it was still very good. It rated one of the top animes um, on my anime list for a while. Okay. 
Which one? Oh, there's an anime called My First Girlfriend is a Gal. Oh, I know that one. It was an uncensored version. I actually like that. I actually really like that anime. I really wish they'd got another season. I think there's a, um, uh, uh, what do they call it? A, uh, An OVA? No, um, I know there's a manga. I did not start I've Been Killing Slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level. I really wish I'd have started that. Um, I'm not going to talk about that one because that comes later in the show. Uh, you know, I wanted to give Tokyo Revengers a You didn't like it? I could, you know, maybe, let me, uh, maybe I'll go back and watch a few more episodes. And, um, but honestly... I did not, I, I didn't like it. I, I tried, but like, I just, I, I don't know. Like, I wanted to give it a try. But, I don't know, something like, it just, it didn't pull me in. So, I, I don't know. Like, it just, eh, I wanted to give it, I'll go back and watch it again. Maybe I'll like, because I only watched the first two episodes, so. Okay. Um, I need to go and watch Higurashi because I love the original and kind of found this one isn't a um, reboot. It's an actual different chapter. So, um, I was watching Girlfriend, Girlfriend. I didn't finish watching it. It's an okay, like, slice of life anime. Just, you know, about a guy with two girlfriends. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh... I need to go. I started watching Get a Robo, but I didn't finish watching it. Spirit Chronicles was good, but I did not um, like the opening or ending. The full, uh, yeah, it's called Sire Gensuki Spirit Chronicles. It was good. You know, another. Um, Wasn't there a new Digimon end of this year? Yes, Ghost Game, which is very great. I love Digimon Ghost Game. That's dope. Uh, it's definitely in my top six to ten. Uh, let's see. Uh, I need to go back and finish watching. I'm staying on a million lives season two because I love season one. Uh, let's see. Selection. I'm just going down with this. Uh, Yashihime, the second act. I've only watched the first two, three. I've only watched the first three episodes. I need to go back and get caught up. Uh, Mushoku Tensei Jobless Reincarnations Part 2. Again, dope. It's definitely in my top five. Uh, Banished from the Heroes Party. When I tell you about animes that came out of nowhere that I didn't know I was going to like, this is one of them. Okay, definitely in my top five. The world's finest assassin gets reincarnated into another world as an aristocrat. See, aristocrat? And I would... Yeah, into uh, so another world as an Aristocats. <laughs> Aristocats um, is a great movie. It is. 
So, Platinum Inn, um, the Faraway Paladin. Let's see, what else is it? Uh, okay, we got the, the Entertainment District arc, which is starting to pick up and get so dope. Oh, and the last one, because I don't see it on here, but I know I, I watch it loyally. Um, How a Realist Hero Saved the Kingdom. That, I did not expect to play. He's by the anime. Uh, Banished from the Heroes Party. Uh, How a Realist Hero Saved the Kingdom. Uh, Platinum End. And uh, what was the other one I said? Um, Komino Jihen. Okay, those four would be in my top five. With, again, 80, with, uh, not 86, um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, being tied at number one. But speaking of that world's, the world's finest assassin, uh, that's where my next track comes from. This track is called, I believe, uh, I had the name here. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Dark Seeks Light. By Yui Nemo, uh, Yui Nemo, Nino Mia. I'm stay butchering these names. Anyway, uh, here's the track, and stop recording. A.M. に重なる僕らは神様のいたずら。今あなたと過ごした時間が僕の罪になる
First off, people, I made a mistake. Uh, our next track was actually Hikari Ari because it was Claire's turn from Seven Deadly Sins Season 4, the first opening. Um, oh man, like I still need to finish Seven Deadly Sins. I haven't finished watching the anime, so. Um, just, hmm. I'm just thinking about like my top anime of the year, like, just. I mean, again, like that, um, How a Realist Hero Saved the Kingdom came out of nowhere. Okay, it, it literally came out of nowhere. I was like, yo, this, this is such a, such a dope anime. Um, Platinum End, you know, the world's just banished from a hero's party as well. Just, wow, just, you know, it has been a dope year in anime. You know, can't really complain too much. I don't know, Claire, what would you say with, other than Demon Slayer? What would you say is your favorite anime this year? Favorite anime this year, other than Demon Slayer? Hmm. Probably go with Fruits Basket. I honestly forgot that was this year. This year seems to have stretched on forever. Oh, man, just... You know, the past two years in general, 2020 and 2021, have definitely been... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Testing? You know? Feels like we've been playing Dark Souls this whole time with only one hand. Just saying. Uh, oh, God, just, just... I mean, but, yeah, 2022 is shaping up... So far, I mean, we got Magfest. That is true. Um, although, I gotta say this. So we went to Pose. What was it? We went to was it Pose or is it known as Replay? Whatever the club is. It? I think it's normally known as Pose. Uh, they did Replay as like a special right, so event. So at the Gaylord, there's a nightclub up on the upper, like at the very top. Me, Claire, and Jules went there, and they did their theme in 80s retro. So, you know, a lot of stuff, like, they had, like, O2 TVs, 8-track players, um, Rubik's Cubes, VCRs, you know, a lot of stuff there that was, like, you know, from the 80s or whatever. Um, even their drinks were inspired by the 80s. Like, I believe, uh, what was it? Did Jules get the Scarface? I don't think anyone got the Scarface, but we both really liked how it looked. It just wasn't our kind of drink. I know I got the Lost Boys, which was... That was a pretty dope drink. That was a very good drink. Uh, what did you and Jules get to drink? I honestly forget what Julie got. I got wine because we had oh, a voucher yeah, for the room. Claire, like, uh, we got some comp... Well, not comps, but... Um, since we had to play a resort fee. We paid $22 a night plus tax for that yeah, shit, so man. They got, uh, which they're going to use to go on a romantic date to the fair. Which Jules and Claire, they both had a very romantic date. You know, I, on the other hand, was lonely. And I just wondered if the halls of Macbeth alone. <laughs> taking on all challengers. I actually didn't get into no fights this year at Macbeth. Just, you know. I 
they just abandoned me? You're okay. <laughs> Overall, it was definitely a dope match. No complaints. No whatsoever. Uh, just, ah, uh, just, I, you know, although I am wondering what next year's mag's gonna be, since we did Doom this year, so it's gonna be interesting what theme they come up with next year. Um, uh, that will be interesting. Ops? I would love a Persona theme. Maybe you'll get your wish? That would be awesome, because, like, the music is just amazing. Oh, so we did this trivia thing, I think, what was it, Thursday night, we went to a trivia thing. No, yeah, th well, Friday morning, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, went to a trivia thing. And, um, it just wasn't. I I'm sorry, like, some of the questions they asked, I was just like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like. That's why I say they need more than, like, one trivia thing, but they need to make it like genre based. I mean, they did different things, but like it was like I think what was the second question? It was like, oh, uh, what's the RPG made by the creators of Homestar Runner? The fuck? Don't forget the uh. Well, so like, a lot of it was like they like the technology, and then there was like something very similar to technology, but wasn't technology. Yeah, I get what you. It was just. I don't know, I get it. Like, he had to make it, like, challenging, but, like, some of the questions, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, just, goddamn, like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I've heard people talk about Homestar Runner before, but let me be perfectly honest, people. Uh, I didn't have internet. So I was, like, I had already lost my virginity. Actually, no, past the time I lost my virginity. I lost my virginity at 14. We didn't actually get internet until I was, like, 16, 17. Actually, no, we were 17. I was 17 when we finally got internet. Like, yeah, come on, just, just uh, and you gotta remember, I went to public school, we didn't, like, I always see those posts where people are like, oh, you know, you go to a computer lab, which color did you pick, and it shows, like, a different color, like, I guess, Apple computers, and I'm like, we had those at my public I school. I didn't have those, we had the regular, like, um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Apple, but, like, we had, like, regular, like, Windows computers, like, the, you know, generic stuff, like, I'm not hating. Oh, well, no, I think, well, ours were Windows, too, I think, but it was, like, they had the multi, like, different color, like, back on Windows computers. Yeah, we did not have those. So, like, the first time I saw them things, I'm like, uh, it literally was, you pick what number computer station you want to sit at. Okay. Although, I will say, Mavis Beacon taught me how to use the, um, keypad on the keyboard real easy. Like, I can type numbers on, da -da 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 -da. like, like it's nothing. Anyway, uh, we're gonna go ahead and play my fourth pick now, which <laughs> we didn't even talk about Seven Deadly Sins because I feel like we shouldn't talk about it because I don't want it to be ruined because I want to watch it. <laughs> so, uh, this track is comes from one of my top five picks of anime for the year. The world's greatest assassin gets turned into a wrist. The world's finest assassin gets turned into an aristocrat. Six, 
What was it? Fucking, um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Uh, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated as an aristocrat. Um, that time I got reincarnated. They're just getting really low. That long. time I got reincarnated <laughs> into another world, and everyone around me is a big, busty, dark elf beauty, but somehow I can't get laid because I have purity. Man, like, just, just, just. Again, these titles are getting weird, which I have to say this. And maybe it's just me, but Claire, you know, give me your honest opinion. You get reincarnated into another world, okay? You're surrounded by beautiful women who want to have sex with you. Again, wants to have sex with you. You're not forcing yourself on them. 
They're not, you know, under a spell. It's not an aphrodisiac. It's not a curse. They literally are throwing themselves at you, asking you to clap them cheeks. Are you gonna go the high and righteous route and be like, no, I shouldn't do this. I should be. Or are you going to, you know, just dive in? Ah, uh, no, I'm going thank for you, it. Thank you. I, I'm glad I'm not the only one here because I just. Look, what was it? Um, What's that anime? Um, Gate. Okay? Gate. Rory, look, I get it. Rory Mercury looks like a young girl. But she is. Thousands of years old. Rory would have got the business. As definitely got the business on the island. Just, just... Look, I'm sorry. I want an isekai. Where the guy acts like an actual guy. I mean, come on now. I'm sorry. No teenage... There's hentai like I know, that, there's hentai, though. but I want an anime. Like, just, just let him act like an actual guy. There's no teenage boy who gets reincarnated into a world at the age of 16 that plays online games that... You know, if a woman comes on to him, isn't, oh, okay, yeah, I'll definitely, like, yeah, I'm about to bust a few, you know, off and get my virginity, like, lose my virginity. Like, no way in damn hell. Let me wake up in one of them type of situations. Okay, um, by your world standards, what marks you as an adult? Okay, like, if it's like, okay, I, in my world standards, you're 16, so I'm not touching you. Okay, just, just. but then again, elves, like, they age... Well, that's the thing is also, like, it's always changing, you know, even back in our world, it used to be whenever you could have children, which was, like, 12. Which, that's, alright, so that's something, alright, so someone approached me about a question earlier today, and I don't know how to answer this. So, it, it I don't know, it's a bit of a double standard in my eyes, but... I don't have the questions. Case in point. Alright, so if there's an individual who's 16 and they started dating someone that was 22 and they're being physically active, okay? Um Now I know like if it's a like if the girl's 16 and the guy's 22, it's frowned upon, correct? Yeah, by most women okay. at least. However, if the roles are reversed where it's the boy is the guy is 16 and the woman is 22 it's not looked at that harshly right actually think about it this way women do think that's disgusting it's usually guys who are just like go for it i mean i just because hmm. here's the thing like the person that asked me this they were like well around this time like when at the time when they started talking to each other they were 16 but then they became 17. Okay, and the person had just turned 22. In which I'm like, okay, so... Still, like, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. You know, it's a still somewhat of a four to five year gap. Which, I believe, if I'm correct, I think, what, the, the um, thing for statutory is, like, four years or some shit? I forget. Four years after age of consent, though. I, I just... Um, so, if once age of consent, then plus so four years. Is, what is the age of consent? In Maryland, it's 16. It varies per yeah. state. Which, again, this, the point I'm getting to is this, okay? Uh, and I know this isn't anime-related, but it's sometimes some anime are like this where it gets into this subject. Uh, I... 
I sometimes wonder about, like I was saying about the Rory Mercury thing, okay? Rory obviously looks like a lolly, okay? I'm not, I'm not a lollycon. I'm not into lollies. But Rory is actually thousands of years old, okay? Same thing as like with vampires and uh, what's that? And like dark elves and general things like that. Which to this day I still say I need more anime with um, dark elves, okay? Just regardless, just. I feel like it's one of the lines. It's 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 a, it's a very it's a very thin line. And it's a very narrow tightrope to be walking, and it is a huge gray area. I feel like it's less of a thin line and more of a people try to make it a thin line. But it's really honestly, if the character looks a certain way, but is really that much older, it the question is. What makes you attracted to them? Is it because they look like a child, or like that's the whole okay, point of that, it? It's like right. the reason that, why. That makes sense. Like, are you attracted to them because they look like a child, or are you attracted to them because whatever reason? Okay. Oh, um, I think if you're attracted to them because you look a child, yeah, that's a big fucking no. That's a big red flag. Big X. Uh uh. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Take your pervy ass. T take your sick ass over the fuck there. Um. But here's the thing that really gets me, like, so, let's, like, so some people will look at that situation and be like, oh, like, and I get it, you're a teenager, hormones, all that stuff, you really don't know better. But even as adults, when we're in our early 20s, okay, you'll deal with somebody that might be like, alright, case in point, Carmen is 12 years older than me, alright? So, meaning when Carmen was 18, I was 6, alright? So when I was 21, Carmen would be... 33, all right? So, had me and Carmen met when I was 21, she was 33, and we we're messing around, no one would really frown upon that, right? I mean, personally, Julie and I have talked about how we think it's kind of weird, even around the 21, early 20s, for yeah. thing. but yes, as you get older, it becomes more socially acceptable to date people much older than yourself. Yeah, but like that's something I'm getting to. Like, like, I feel like even, like, Granted, yes, 21. You can legally go to a bar. You can do certain things, okay? But I still feel like at that age, there is a certain gap in, like, you know, years of the person you're dating that, especially for women, where it's like, all right, you're dating a guy that's um much, you know, older than you. And all this dude is just doing is, um like, uh, what? Dude's just basically taking advantage of them type thing. Okay, I've seen it time and time again. Like, older guy gets with a younger girl because they're easy to manipulate, so on and so forth. Um, again, like I said, when you're, you're in your early 20s, like, I still think there should be a certain... I don't know, like, a certain... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I hate to say it, sliding scale? Like, case in point, like I said, like we were talking about earlier, you're 16, and, like, 16 is the age of consent, so the oldest person you could legally date without there being any law, like, you know, breaking of the law is 20, correct? So I feel like... In yeah, certain I states. feel like if you're 21, the legal law should be, like, you can't... Like, seeing someone that, like, is a certain age is still frowned upon as bad. Because you have too many situations where you have older men, and even older women... Who take advantage of someone of a younger age 
And that, in turn, fucks them up as they get older in terms of relationships. I don't know why the fuck we got on this subject, but, like, it's just... Point being, like... We're talking about gate and then lolly well, dating and now about, here Yeah, because I was talking about, like, the whole isekai thing of, like, you get transported to another world and, like, you got these guys that are, like, 16 and you got these beautiful women around them and they're not trying to smash. Because they're noble all of a sudden. Fuck that. I know for a fact there's a bunch of nudie mag skin mags underneath your desk. Come on, guy. Let's be real here. It's different reading things and having them happen in real life because you do question if you... I mean, I would hope anyone would question the morality of any action they take. Wow, Claire. That's probably the most optimistic thing I've ever heard you say. I said I would hope. I know people don't, but uh, you can hope, especially when it comes to anime, that at least if anyone can pull it off, it would be a fictional character. I mean, I don't know. I like to think of myself as, like, there's been times and there's been times and chances where... I've been, um, like I told you and Jules at MAGFest, so, um, I was telling Claire and Jules how, like, there's been occasions where I had an opportunity to do something with somebody, and I would go to, I'd be like, want to use protection. And more often, and it's really weird, I've had many women get offended that I wanted to use protection. And I can tell you, I've missed out on plenty of booty because of that. And I just find it weird. I would think like, because I want to use protection that would, one, I'm not using protection because I'm trying to get brownie points. I'm using protection because I'm not ready to have a kid because I don't know you that well. I don't want to have a kid with you by someone that I really don't know. And I'm not trying to catch anything. And I'm also trying to be respectful of the, you know, my part, the person I'm trying to do something with's body, okay? You would think I would get brownie points for this shit. No. I have had people get outright offended because of that. Blame the education system. I bet it has something to do with the fact that some people are taught that as long as they don't have anything, it's totally fine. And if the people want to use something, it means they think they're diseased. And this is why... It, that mindset is what is the reason why we have so many single parents. You know, because you got the look. When I was a kid, my dad told me quite simply, wrap it up. Unless you catch some shit, your dick turn purple and fall the fuck off. Again, in my brain, I'm thinking like that, 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 that can't happen. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, that sounds like the worst fucking thing in the damn world. Fuck that. Um. So, again, just. I always had the mentality of use protection because you don't know. Like, I definitely didn't want to be a parent at the age of 16. Like, shit, my first, like, matter of fact, let me think about this. I remember when people were trying to get pregnant at 16 to be on that MTV oh, 16 show. And pre- oh, God. This is, uh, <sighs> rowdy TV, still the bane of my sisters. I, I, I'm thinking back. The first time I've actually ever had unprotected sex was I was 17 and it was with the woman that would eventually become my first wife uh cause when we start I was like 11 and it was because I couldn't get pregnant and we were both virgins oh my god 
So with that being said, we're going to play Claire's last track on the damn night. Because the fuck. All right. Uh, so, Claire, what is your number one anime song of 2021? It is the first. I believe it's the. Is it the first? No, it's technically the second ending, right? Because it's still one season. It is the second ending to the second season of Demon Slayer. But it is the First ending to this right, so arc. So this is the Entertainment District ending arc done by Aimer. And I believe it's called Asagakuru.
That was Asakaguru, the ending for the Entertainment District of Demon Slayer. So, which to this day, I'm like, yo, why don't they just call it the um, Red Light District? Oh, they actually, they had a problem with that, I think, with the whole, it technically being like a teen show and the Red Light District being like a real thing, especially with stuff going on. And white people are too sensitive these days. You know, I find this funny. So, there's a thing where, like, alright, so Japan will be quick to censor certain things before they ship it over here. Yeah. Okay? Because they, they pixelate their porn. porn. And I'm just like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get straight. This is the same place they invented tentacle porn. Yep. And we're pixelating Well, actually, dicks. tentacle porn became a thing because of censoring porn. It was an artist found the way, way around the, like, that part of it. And that's how it got to Oh, yeah, over. I remember. We had to talk about... Yeah, we had to talk about this. I, it's more like... So, you know, um, a lot of a lot of white people were super offended by the fact that he had three wives and are like... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, let's let, let's talk about this. Okay. First off, has any... Like, anyone that's watching this anime, have they not read the manga? They're like, oh, we're mad because he has three wives. Yeah, hi. Um... Daryl Bowers, uh, Senpai's Playlist, um, you know, um, have any of you read the manga? Uh, they touched on this in the manga. If you read the manga, you know this. Furthermore, it's not like he's pimping them It's out. more like, I, I think it's more like parents have kids who watch it, and they are upset. I don't think kids, the people who are actually watching it care as much. The way I see this is, okay, it is 2021, all right? Uh, how can I put this? There is, um, there is, how can I put this? There was a show called Sister Wives, okay? Oh, yeah, that is probably why a lot of people hate it. Like, Polyamorous relationships are more of a common thing now. Polyamorous, it, that's the whole um, problem is it's really hard for people who don't know a lot about it to tell the difference between polyamory and polygamy. I mean, just, 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 I think it's just, um, I, uh, I literally, like, I, I just think it's, first of all, it's an anime. We're not teaching kids that it's okay to have more than one girlfriend. Alright? But, at the same time, they're quick to, like, jump down this anime throat. We got shows like, um, Keep It Up With The Kardashians, um, <laughs> Growing Up Bella, shit like that, where these broads aren't teaching, and I hate to use that word, but that's the word I'm going to use. Hey, hey, that is offensive to broads. But I, I don't know what other word to call because I don't want to call them the B word. Like, these, uh, I don't know. Give me a better word to use. I don't know, like vapid. Yeah, we can go with that. I also would not, I mean, it's because I'm also one of those like people who like, I think we should reclaim 
words like bitch and slut and stuff. So I'm trying not to call people that in a bad way. But basically, they're like the bad okay, versions okay. of that. So, all right, I, I retract the broad statement, but vapid individuals where, all right, Kim Kardashian only got famous because of the sex tape. Sex tape, and she had and a famous father. Has, yeah, and now all of a sudden she has a reality show where literally all her sister, all her and her sisters do are known for, it, they're just known for their looks. They're, it's all fluff, no filler, Okay. It's, there's, it's, it's no sustenance to it. The Bellas, okay. They literally, like, the one sister literally was dating John Cena. And I hate to say this, and I know a lot of people that listen to the show may or may not watch wrestling, but there was a promo that The Miz uh, cut on John's relationship where he said that John's relationship with Nikki Bella uh, spit in the face of people who are in the business that have actual relationships with their spouses, such as him and his wife. And the Miz was absolutely right. Because the Miz and his wife, they absolutely adore each other. They absolutely love each other. Okay? Whereas John Cena and Nikki Bella, it's like, okay, is this a publicity thing? Is Didn't they break up? Is it that? Don't get... Yes, they did. Which is funny because they got engaged at WrestleMania after having their match against Miz and Maurice. And then six months down the line... Right, well, Nikki up. is a bad uh, example, but her sister, honestly, great marriage. Yeah, Brie Bella has a great marriage with Daniel Bryan, okay? Great marriage, okay? Awesome marriage. They love each other, all that stuff, all right? But regardless, just... Those shows are teaching, like, they, they teach kids, hey, it's okay to, you know, go for the person that has money or that's popular or this, that, the other... You know, don't go for somebody that actually has a personality and that you love. That's like, all right, Kim was married to Kanye. Kim's still married to Kanye. And I can't think. I they're they separated. Divorced. I don't know if they're officially divorced. That takes a while, you know, Either assets way, and like, all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because they got both got And kids. Either way. Yeah. Two kids. So, either way. So, Kim got married to Kanye. And I think there's like maybe one or two pictures of them together where she's smiling. And every other picture, she looks absolutely fucking miserable. She gets with Pete Davidson. And there's pictures... I'm sorry. I don't like Kim Kardashian at all in any shape or form. But, and as Claire can attest, women are very good at acting. Okay? Like I always say, women are hornier than men. They just have better poker faces. Now... That being said, you look at Kim Kardashian with photos that was taken with her and Pete Davidson by the paparazzi, and she legit looks. It's because he has a big dick, is what I've heard. Oh God, I don't think it has it. Either way, she looks happy, laughing, smiling, giggling, having a good time. She looks happy. Like, regardless, she does look happy, but like at the same time, she's like teaching like. Those shows teach young girls or people in general that oh, if you get with you know get with someone that has money or can give you something, not someone that has a good personality. I feel like that's the least problems more. with those shows. Those shows teach you it's okay to be catty, it's okay to be selfish, it's okay to be a bitch. It's self-centered, self-centered and that looks are everything. And again, these are live. These are actual human beings. Actual living, breathing human beings. There's no script. This is just how. No, it, oh no, there's script this. there. That it's shows like that. They record a lot and then they cut it to look a certain way. That's not 
Ariella at all. But still, like, they're, they're like, but you get my point. Like, these are, this isn't, this is a cartoon. It's basically a cartoon with how much plastic they probably have in their bodies. Not, a lot of them is real. No, I, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Demon oh, Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer is a cartoon. cartoon, yeah. It's a cartoon, and the guy happens to have three wives. But, when you go back and you watch the one episode, technically they were given to him to be used as tools. Because that's how ninjas work. They were given a konichi. To be Do you say a konichi? Deception. I, I, how, how's Isn't it pronounced? It konoichi? A kon konoichi? Konoichi. Okay. Yeah, female ninjas. And they're supposed to be used as tools to, you know, garner the success of the mission. Okay. In which case they're usually used in various ways that are not very nice towards women at all. And his first thing he said to the three of them were to put your life above everything else. I don't care about the mission. I don't care about none of that. If it's your life, if your life is on the line or in danger, you put your life above everything else. Like, he treats them all with love and respect. He didn't treat them as tools. He didn't treat them as this. He didn't treat them as that. They even sit there and they tell him, because I think, was it, Zenetsu or one of them say something to one of the girls, and they jump down the throat like, hey, we uh, we offered to do this mission for Lord Uze or whatever, Tensei or whatever. I don't think anyone is. said anything we specifically, but they did say that they, that he didn't force them yeah. to do it. Yeah, they did it of their own free will. So, again, like... And my thing is, even if that, like, let's say in a in a different world, hypothetically, you, me, and Jules were all in a, um, what do they call it, a polygamous? No, you, you got the wrong one there. But I'm saying in general, it's, okay? Are you talking about polygamous or polyamorous? I don't know, like, all three of us are in a well, relationship e together. That's polyamorous. Okay, either way, like, all three of us are in a relationship together, like, we all sleep together, we all live together, we all, you know, are intimate together, things like that. But, we're all happy. We're happy. Like, you know, just happy, happy. Like, you know, we're all literally happy. It's not just, we're doing this because it's taboo or risque. It's, no, we're happy. Because I've seen plenty of people that are in relationships with one person. Absolutely fucking miserable. The way I see it is if someone's happy, like, it, again, this is a cartoon. We should not even, why this was even a discussion, why this was even a hot point, means one of two things. People are either look for anything to nitpick about, or some of y'all are just very narrow-minded. I told, it's an angry like, white mom thing, trust me. That's like, what is it, um, I think Muslims, they're allowed to have multiple wives? Some religions allow that. Yeah, but that's the problem, is in other religions, it's more oppressive than... In others, and that's why it becomes an issue. Is a lot of people are like they don't want to see it, especially in the media, because it's portrayed in a positive way. I feel like a lot of people probably believe that it will make it more socially acceptable for the people who have it in a negative way for it to be okay. I mean, just because uh... in those not a lot of religions, they don't choose to be in these relationships. Oh yeah, they're just they're oh, given. They, they're yeah, given like, to oh, these people. You're assigned yes. this husband. You're hus you're assigned this wife. So on and so forth. That I get. That, that just... right, to me, at the end of the day, I feel like if someone's happy, it shouldn't matter. And again, this is a fucking cartoon. Okay, it's 
an anime. Alright? I don't think any little boy's gonna watch it. I'm sorry. You can't sit there and tell me that nobody in their whole life has never at one time sat there and decided they wanted to have more than one partner. And I'm not even talking about physical partner. I'm talking about just romantic interest. In, that's how dating works. You're supposed to date to get to. You're supposed to date multiple people to find out what you would like. Not everyone and does that though. No, well, not well, not at the same time. I at know, least and, is the point. Is like. But that's the problem. To me, I think that's a big problem with relationships nowadays. Because somewhere along the way. That was always supposed to be the concept. You're supposed to date people, like when you get to a certain age, you're supposed to date people. Find out what you like, what you dislike, and what you want in a relationship. That's how you figure out the type of relationship you want to have. Okay? But somewhere along the way, someone came up with this idea that, oh, dating is a waste of time, or dating multiple people is wrong, this, that, the other, so on, so forth. First and foremost, what's the matter what the fuck I'm doing with my life if it's not interfering with your life? Dating multiple, as you know, like I've dated multiple people at the same time. Yes, but I know. the point of it is, is that that's before it gets serious, and yeah. you there. That's why, like, I feel like at that point when you start dating people, you will eventually have this talk: Are you going to be, or are you exclusive? Yeah. What are you looking for? Do you want to be exclusive? And I think the problem is a lot of people. Will assume that people are going to be exclusive from the start, and a lot of people assume that there aren't, and then they mix, and a lot of people will not be honest about being exclusive is another issue. Again, that's like if you and me live together or something, and I don't know, you you go on a date with um, Jules, and then the next day you go on a date with some guy named um, Sam, and then you know, like two days later you go on a date with some girl named. Um, you know, Sarah. You have a lot of S's in there. I know, I just realized that. Um, but regardless, that's your business. That ain't got shit to do with me. You're still paying your rent. You're still paying your half of your bills. Like, fuck. I mean, if you bring them home, you decide to sleep with all three of them on three different nights. Again, not my business. That's your business. It's your life. I ain't gonna say shit. Like, that goes back to the thing I say. We're like, all right. If you were dating two different dudes, if you had two dudes you were messing around with, all of a sudden, oh, you're a whore. You're a slut. That's where exactly is, what people is, say. If I'm, where if I'm bagging girls A, B, and C all in the same day, I'm sorry, that's more nasty than anything else, but they'd be like, oh, man, Daryl's the main. No! Uh-uh. See, that's how you cast me. That is the double standard of society. When women do it, they're sluts and whores. When men do it, they're studs. Yeah, that's why, like, I, I forget who I said it to. Uh, somebody had asked me before, when it comes to dating with the boys, how I go about it. I was like, I would treat them the same way if they were girls. I will not allow you to actually date to your 16. Now, of course, they'll have their little girlfriends or boyfriends, whatever, you know, path they decide or if they were girls. You know, you get my point. But in terms of, like, actually having their, you know, uh, whoever they're dating... At the house, while I'm not present or while I am present, no, you have to be 16, and that especially goes for them because they're boys. Like I would, I would be just as hard on them as I would be if they were girls. If anything, I would be harder on them when it comes to that, because we are currently living in a day and age where kids, especially young boys, are like like stuff they see on TV and stuff makes them think that they're entitled. That they don't have to do certain things and this, that, the other. 
I have always done my best to lead by example with my sons, where if I'm dating someone, I will woo them. I will romance them. I will show them respect. I will do certain things just the same way I did with their mom. Well, you do more than I do. I'll give you that. You're young, like, you know, you're still able, like, here's the thing, you, you and me are two different people, okay, you go about things differently. Right now, you're in probably one of the most committed relationships I've known you being in since I've known you, and you're legitimately happy, but to me, things like, alright, you and Jules had a whole romantic date at MAGFest, okay? You had a whole romantic date at MAGFest, you know, went out to eat, how much did that bill come out about to? 360. Okay, you want to know the last time I spent that much money on someone, just for one dinner for one dinner date? Was it? It was Carmen. I was gonna say it was Carmen, and it was our. Uh, I want to say, uh, it was our. Let's see, Eric had to be at least four at the time. I want to say it's like maybe our fifth or it was like our fifth or sixth Valentine's Day together, and we celebrated uh, like a week late because I had to work. And I'm not saying, like, you know, women don't deserve that or, like, it's just, again, or just people don't deserve that in general. But everyone has, everyone goes about it differently how they woo and dine and try to get to know somebody, okay? I'm trying to raise my sons to the point where I want them to show their partner's respect, be it a man or a woman, and have a certain amount of respect for themselves. Because I also want them to know that just because a girl throws it at you, does not mean you should do something. And that if you do decide to do something, be safe about it, be smart about it, use protection. That's just me. I feel like dating's Again, changed so much, though, since we were, like, kids. It, look, it has. Look, it has. And we could get on, like, we'll, we'll <laughs> touch on that a little bit after we play this next track, because it is getting late, and I know you got things to do. So, my... Number one pick for the year. And this is an anime that literally came out of left field. And again, it is tied with that time I got reincarnated as a slime season two. This is the sec this is the opening to the second part of 86. But done by Anzarashi, and it is called uh, let's see, what the heck is this called? I think it's called Kyo Kaisen? Anyway, uh, here's the track, and then we'll finish up, and that'll be the show. All right, stop recording.
妥協した選択肢も来ならざるを得なかった昨日を恨むから次こそ選ぶんだ僕がいる Second opening for '86, and man,、um, that isn't、again. that what we say in kitchens? Did you say that it's like when you work in a kitchen, you '86 something, you take it off the menu? Yeah, yeah, it, you '86 it, like oh, it, take it off the board, like it doesn't exist no more, like '86 it, like, and that's kind of the point of this, like you know, I don't even want to talk about the anime because I feel like everyone should watch it because it's that damn good, and just, just,、mm, just. Did、Again. you also say 69 instead sometimes, though? No, 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 no. It's always Gotta 86. Gotta 69 that. No, no, no. Nah, if, yeah, if 69 60, that. If I'm 69 and something, uh, ha <laughs> ha! Just. <laughs> you know, that might be an episode title, 69 man. <laughs> But, uh, nah, like, 86 is just. Again, it's tied with that time I got reincarnated as a slime for, uh, my anime of the year as number one. Because. This thing came out of left field and it's just was, it's been fucking awesome. And I can't wait for the last two episodes of the second part of the show. Like, and I'm wondering if there's going to be another season after this. If there's not, I'd be perfectly okay with it as long as they end it when they could. No. But,、uh, that being said, that is our year in 2021 roundup. Our, you know, our anime of the year. You know, our tracks of this.、Um, 2021 was definitely a. Like Claire said, seemed to go on forever. It just seemed to stretch. I mean, especially for me, because this was the year that was. Last year was the year that, you know,、uh, my two oldest sons, mother decided she wanted to move all the way down to Florida. I'd drive down there to go get them. I was working crazy hours. You know, Claire, um. Well, you didn't go through much this year, did you? Other than, um. I went through unemployment for a while. Oh,、uh, unemployment, yeah. But that, you know, pandemic and all that stuff. But, like, you know, like. It was a year, but honestly, 2022, knock on wood, it's starting to look up. I think, you know, look, look, we got to go to MAGFest. Like, already the year feels better. You know? My birthday is this month, and we are 
gonna go to the Ferrisville for that, actually. I was gonna ask you what you were all... I forgot you guys were going down to the Ferrisville, because I was thinking about coming down... We live down. really close to there, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about coming down and visiting you guys for your birthday, and just, I don't know, going hanging out with you guys. So, now that I've slept on your couch, like, that thing's comfortable as fuck, like, you know... I was thinking about like I would say that's like a, just our thing. We're gonna my friends and I probably will be doing something uh, at some point. Okay. Well, we still have to celebrate my other friend's birthday. Who her birthday happens right? Well, it happened right when we had like the COVID scare stuff. Also, you never and got then right. and then also like every time she wants to do something for her birthday, it's like right when Mag is happening because her birthday is on the second. Oh damn. Okay. Well, I was gonna say depending on what you're doing, maybe I'll come down. We'll hang out and. You know, just whatnot. Because, again, your house... It's usually Korean barbecue. I've never had it, so I'd be, you know, willing. Unless it's one of those things where your friends don't want a guy around. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have guy friends. I don't know. Last time we talked about me coming down to hang out with you and your friends, you're like, yeah, all my all my friends are female, and they really don't want guys around or something like that. I forget. No, they just don't want to be hit on by guys that they don't know. Yeah, I'm not there to hit on them. There, literally, to hang out with you, drink, and play video games. Our bust ass and drunken Mario. Um, for party. for the drinking and eating and stuff, I'm sure they'd be fine. I feel like it's partially also. We usually, me and my friends, when you asked that, like we were like in our club scene still. Oh. And that is definitely something I did not think you would like. Yeah, nah. Unless it's DJ Senpai. If DJ Senpai nope. is DJ, I will be. But, nah. No, we usually go to a club and they play a lot of like 2000 throwbacks. Oh, see, now that I'm good with. Okay, I'm good with that. But, like, boy band throwbacks? Again, I'm good with that. Yeah? Just listen. I don't get... Listen. Quote... I quote this. Quote this. Bye 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 is the male breakup song. It is for men, and it is a breakup song for men. That is my quote. Like, no, I love saying Backstreet. Um... What was that other group that was out? God, there was, yo, for those of you who listen to the show that are like under the age of 21 or like didn't grow up during the early 2000s um, or were too young to remember the early 2000s, there was like a new boy band every fucking week. Uh, remember the Jonas Brothers? Ugh. I actually like their music. Look, look. I, for, I forget what it was. There was this... um. I think there's this song by uh, the one Jonas Brother. I think it's called Jealous. I remember yeah. first time I heard it on the radio, I was like, yo, that's what's up. Yo, that's a good R&B beat. Yo, who sings this? That was and, Nick Jonas, I Yeah, believe. Nick Jonas. I was like, ugh, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> Although, to this day, I, I still say, everyone talks about verses. Okay, here's the verses we want to see. Hanson versus Jonas. Just saying. Hanson that versus. would be interesting. Hanson versus Jonas. But no, I like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. I mean, look, you, you probably, you're probably going to have to get me pretty lit for me to dance again. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just sit there and be like, yeah. Well, there's those. And then also, like, I don't know if you ever listened to, like, we, my generation's music of choice was, like, Fall Out Boy, Good Charlotte. Emo shit. Simple Plan. Emo shit. Yeah, emo shit. You realize yeah, Baby's much. Mom, you know, realize Baby's Mom number two is a big emo head. And when we were driving <laughs> back from Knobles with the kids this past summer, all we did was listen. We just, uh, I just put in My Chemical Romance on Spotify. Was it Spotify or iHeartRadio? One of the ones. And that's what she's like, really? You're going to speak to my inner emo kid? I was like, you're not the only one that had an inner emo kid in there. 
Like, I like all that stuff. Fallout Boy, Good Charlotte, Green Day. Just, you know, again, like I tell people, I don't have one particular genre of music. I listen to a whole swath. If it's something I like and I, li and I hear it, I will listen to it. I mean, shit, look, I'd rather go out to the club with y'all and hear that shit than this <laughs> new age stuff. Like, You'll hear a mixture at the club we used to go to, at least. Well, either way, like, depending on what you decide to do for your birthday, maybe I'll come down mm -hmm. and visit, so... You know, because I definitely enjoy... Like, now that I've gotten to know Jules a little bit better, I definitely enjoy hanging out with you guys. Drunk Jules mm -hmm. is fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> Jules already is somewhat blunt, but Drunk Jules gives zero <laughs> fucks. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am here for this. <laughs> Anyway, uh, plus Jules is just cool overall. I'm not gonna lie, when you first talk, told me about Jules and I kind of got to know them, I felt they were a little um, standoff—not standoffish, not like snobby or something—but like, I guess they, I don't know, I guess they take time warming up to people and whatnot. Yeah, that's so I, definitely true. So I didn't know what to make of them, but now that I've been around them for Mag, like I'm like, yo, like, hey, dope. I enjoy hanging out with drunk Jules or Jules in general, like. Anyway, so, alright, so we are going to end this episode with two bonus tracks. And, granted, it's not from an anime, but there is an anime based on this. And the reason why I played one song from this before. Yeah, oh yeah, you did. Um, yeah, from the anime of this. So, and which yeah. is also on the game soundtrack. This is from Persona 5 Royal. The reason why I've been choosing this is because, one, Claire Platinum, Persona 5 Royal. So. Two, I had to quarantine for like 10 days, so I had to do something. Two, Claire is the MAG PL 2022 champion. So what the champ says goes. <laughs> so, Claire, anything you want to say to our to our fans, our little fan base, before, you know, before we end Season 3? Hope everyone had a good new year, and I hope that this year continues to be good for everybody. Now, uh, me and Claire will be on our usual hiatus, so we might not be back to... I'm going to say end of February, beginning of March, just to be safe. Because definitely don't want to try to record during Valentine's Day. Uh, but regardless, you know, um, thank you to all those who have been patient during our, like, during this season, because my god, like... I like to think, like, our pa our first two seasons, we were pretty kind of, like, we stuck to a pretty we good schedule. We were a bit more regular than this yeah. one was just this, but this season, been crazy. it was just, my work schedule was crazy, everything else was crazy, you know, I was adjusting to the boys not being, it was just crazy. I mean, but I like to think that, you know, we did our best. So next season, like, again, I'm starting a new job, things will be more on a steady um, schedule. I mean, we're going to go back to our bi-weekly schedule, but just... I think things will be a little bit easier now that I have a job with actual set hours over, oh, we need you to work 6.30 to damn near 5, 6 o'clock at night. So, um, other than that, we're going to play two tracks from Persona 5 Royal. The first one is Throw Away Your Mask, and the other one is Colors Flying High. So as always, I just want to say, Claire, thank you so much for once again doing another season of this show with me. I enjoy always doing this with you and hanging out with you and Jules and going to MAGFest. Like, you know, man, just, I love you so much, buddy. 
Because the part where Claire says some smart ass shit because she's not very good with her emotions. I love you too, buddy. Oh gosh, yes. Oh gosh, you can say anything smart. I look like the asshole. I was thinking of something smart, but I couldn't <laughs> think of anything off the top of my head. <laughs> Alright, little champ, before we go, here's what I have for our subtitles. <clears throat> You're a four-year-old, Claire. What kind of fucking math is that? This requires research, or 69 that. Obviously, I like 69 that, but that's just me personally. 69 that it is. All right. Once again, she is Claire. I'm Daryl. This is Senpai's Playlist. Into, in the immortal worlds of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night and always Wu-Tang forever. See you guys for season four sometime between, like I said, end of February, beginning of March. Here's two bonus tracks for Persona 5 Royal. You all have a good night. down